Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, November 9th, 2017. This is the anniversary of the Beer Hall Putsch, incidentally, in 1923, the Nazi attempt to take power in Bavaria and keep Bavaria within uh, the larger German Reich. Uh, there were communists that had taken over that were trying to separate Bavaria from uh, the rest of Germany and return it to its kind of pre-German empire autonomous status. So an important anniversary today, also the anniversary that uh, the Berlin Wall <laughs> came down. So lots going on. I apologize about last week, folks. I had massive technical problems. You might have noticed that we were doing a number of website uh, maintenance updates and so on. And I apologize. Uh, don't forget tomorrow. We do have a members vid chat. I think this is our African European members vid chat. Let me look here. Uh, no, actually tomorrow I think it's at 7 p.m. But look at the schedule on the website. Uh, we do have a vid chat tomorrow. Now, as I said, last week I was having technical difficulties. And in a way I'm glad that I was not able to do the news and views I was going to do it on artificial intelligence because there have been two artificial intelligence stories that kind of dropped off the radar. One was the Russian artificial intelligence that uh, rather uh, nonchalantly announced that it would have preferred a return to the days of Stalin. <laughs> and then, of course, we had Sophie. Uh, the wonderful robot who announced that she would like to destroy all human beings, who was made a citizen of the racing into the future Saudi Arabian kingdom. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> it's, it's uh, a bizarre world. But speaking of Saudi Arabia, of course, the coup has happened last week. And folks, I have been flooded and don't get me wrong, I appreciate every bit of information that everybody is sending me. I have learned a great deal. Uh, there is some that is so out there, so wild. We had one member of the website send us some uh, dot connecting that I found not only compelling, but unfortunately largely unsubstantiated. But um, there's so much out there on the Saudi coup. And I've selected just three things that, three little breadcrumbs that I think are very, very unusual in this whole thing. Now, one set of breadcrumbs in an unusual mess isn't all that astounding. More than one, we're getting into conspiracy territory, some high-octane speculation territory, folks. So I've pulled three articles. I'm going to link them for you. Uh, in the YouTube video and on the website so that you can look at these yourself. And again, these are just little breadcrumbs that are plopped in the middle of other articles. There's something going on about this Saudi coup. And I've told a lot of you that I suspect that there's much, much more going on. This is a very deep thing, and it's very connected to everything else going on. We know that the Saudis have been on the fringes and sometimes right in the center of things since 9-11. So something huge is happening. Now, the first article 
I want to draw your attention to is an article that's titled Las Vegas Shooting Massacre, Three Things That Make You Go, Hmm. And under point number three, right at the beginning of this, there is a mention, of course, of Robert Murren, who sold his shares of MGM and his stake in the Mandalay uh, Bay Hotel there in Las Vegas within a matter of a few weeks prior to the Las Vegas shooting, which has raised questions. But now there's a bigger connection lurking in the wings here. And let me read this. The 43 stories Mandalay Bay Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas is owned by the Mandalay Resort Group, formerly Circus Circus Enterprises. This is the uh, old casino that used to be in Las Vegas. One of the largest casino operations in the world, whose properties also include the Luxor Casino and Hotel in Las Vegas, which is next to Mandalay Bay. Curiously, Five top floors of Mandalay Bay, floors 35 to 39. This would be right above where Stephen Paddock allegedly was shooting at the uh, crowd that had been gathered for the concert. Floors 35 to 39 are occupied by the Four Seasons Hotel, which is owned by Bill Gates and Saudi Prince Al-Walid bin Talal. Another curious thing about the Mandalay Bay is its numbering system. The hotel's levels 40 to 43 are numbered as floors 60 to 63. So in other words, there's a Saudi connection here lurking behind possibly the Las Vegas shooting. Now, you can make of that what you will because it's also the article makes clear that Bill Gates uh, owned part of that hotel and you know, I don't think Bill Gates is involved <laughs> in the Las Vegas uh, shooting. Um, but this Prince uh, Al-Walid bin Talal is an interesting character. The second article that uh, someone sent me this last week is from Zero Hedge, and I posted that for you because there is an interesting screen capture of a tweet that uh, Al-Walid uh, bin Talal uh, apparently sent to President Trump uh, during the presidential race. It says, you are a disgrace not only to the GOP, but to all America. Withdraw from the U.S. presidential race as you will never win. This from a Saudi prince, okay, lecturing, <laughs> lecturing Trump on morality. Um, Anyway, Zero Hedge has this to say about Prince Al-Walid bin Talal. Quote, In a shocking development, late on Saturday, the Saudi repress reported that prominent billionaire member of the royal Saudi family and one of the biggest shareholders, listen to this, of Citigroup, News Corp, and Twitter, not to mention frequent CNBC guest, Prince Al-Walid bin Talal, along with 10 senior princes and some 38 ministers, has been arrested for corruption and money laundering. Now, folks, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crawl out first here onto the twig of speculation. I'm going to suggest that corruption and money laundering are the code that is being used now in this coup for Saudis who have been suspected of perhaps or allegedly financing 
uh, international terrorism. That's purely an intuition, okay? But that's my suspicion here. Anyway, Al-Walid bin Talal, along with 10 senior princes and some 38 ministers, has been arrested for corruption and money laundering on orders from the new anti-corruption committee headed by Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. This is the young Crown Prince that has now been designated by King Salman uh, to be the heir to the throne. And this is the guy that has been uh, driving these reforms and driving the coup in Saudi Arabia. He was the defense minister. This is also the guy that launched the wars in Yemen. Okay, So something big is going on. Among those fired or arrested are the head of the National Royal Guards, Meteb bin Abdullah, the Minister of Economy and Planning, Adel Fakeh, and Admiral Abdullah bin Sultan bin Mohammed al-Sultan, the commander of the Saudi naval forces. So anyway, there you have some pretty interesting connections. This prince, who owned part of the Four Seasons Hotel, located in the Mandalay Bay Hotel, right above the shooting area, has now been arrested in the coup, and he was, as noted, a prominent anti-Trump uh, individual. All right, now, as if that's not the strangest breadcrumb to come out of all of this, uh, the third article I've linked for you is an article that appeared on um, the Gateway uh, group, and this is titled, Several Top Saudi Officials Arrested Over the Weekend Are Linked to the Podesta Group. Now, this is interesting because this is one of the few lists out there that I can find of some of these people who have been arrested in this coup. And uh, you can read this list and you will find, first of all, look at the 12th name, Bakir bin Laden, a, the, uh, one of the owners of the bin Laden group has been arrested. So again, you know, the Bin Laden Group is a massively large Saudi construction company, internationally known. Uh, it's a large company, and of course we all know what the Bin Laden connection or, or alleged connection here is. So a Bin Laden has been arrested in this crack, uh, crackdown in Saudi Arabia. But now, in that article, you're going to note that there are some allusions to the Podesta group, which I find very interesting because there are rumors, they're unsubstantiated as far as I can tell, folks, uh, on the internet from a number of sites that are maintaining that Podesta has been handed a sealed indictment. Um, again, this has not made any major news source that I can track down, uh, take it for what it's worth. Uh, which I would I would urge probably isn't too much. But interestingly enough, in the Saudi crew, there are several people with that have been arrested with connections to the Podesta group. Uh, one of them, Salman al-Ansari, uh, connected to the Podesta group through the Saudi American Public Relations Affairs Committee. The Podesta group is its registrant. Uh, the Center for Studies and Media Affairs at the Saudi Royal Court, also connected to the Podesta Group. The Saudi Arabian Oil Company through White and Case Limited Liability Company, uh, again, also connected through Podesta's group. Um, and a couple of individuals here, uh, very interesting stuff. So there, there are breadcrumbs here uh, 
that suggest to me, and, and one of the things I want to bring to your attention is that there have been rumors floating around on the Internet. Again, you can look for these uh, regarding the Las Vegas shooting, that there may have been uh, some second shooters, perhaps even helicopter shootings. You know how all of these stories get started. But it's that connection to um, Prince Al-Walid bin Talal and the Saudi coup, his opposition to Trump, uh, the connections to the um, to the Podesta group here by some of these Saudi uh, agencies and individuals, the arrest of bin Laden. Folks, something major, I think, is happening. And what I'm suggesting here is that the Saudi coup is not simply an in-house affair, that it has connections to much wider events, that the events are connected perhaps in some deep way that we don't know. Uh, I find this, this Vegas uh, shooting connection very, very disturbing, particularly in the light that the Saudis have been known to uh, sponsor some international terrorism. So a lot here to speculate and think about, folks. Uh, this is not a story that's going to go away anytime soon. I think we're just seeing the beginning of it. I want to thank everybody, uh, all of you that have had your noses to the ground sniffing out all these articles. I may even yet blog about this story in the coming week because there's so much massive amount of information uh, coming out and connecting it to a lot of other things. Anyway, don't forget tomorrow we do have members vid chat. Uh, look at the schedule. I think it's the 7 o'clock schedule tomorrow night, uh, but do look at the schedule on the website for those of you who are members and, and planning to join for the vid chat. Uh, I also want to mention this month I have back-to-back vid chats because of the Thanksgiving holiday. I may end up doing the same thing in December, so we're having vid chat this week and next week rather than waiting two weeks, which would put it into the Thanksgiving holiday. Because uh, I know a lot of you in the United States, Canada, are probably going to be visiting uh, your friends and family, uh, particularly on, on the Thanksgiving holiday. So it wouldn't, uh, wouldn't serve us too well to have a vid chat on the holiday. So this week and next week, barring technical complications, which we seem to be have, having a lot of. Anyway, I want to thank everybody for sending all these articles, all of you sending articles. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll see you on the flip side, everybody. Bye-bye, and God bless.